G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. This is your Friday night with Alex. My guest on the phone tonight is the beautiful Becca Bradley. She has actually sung backup for Taylor Swift, which I'm only just finding out on the show tonight. Check out her new song. It's called Queen of a Wasteland. I'm the queen of a wasteland. I'm the ruler of a city made of sand. Got my kingdom with my own two hands. Now here I stand. The queen. Speaking of which, Becca Bradley is my guest on tonight's show. Over the phone from the States, welcome. How are you tonight, Becca? Hi, I'm good, Alex. How are you? Yeah, so good. So great to connect with you. I know, you too. I'm looking forward to this. Just saw that you're currently on tour with K-Love Christmas Crew, which is so cool. Tell us about that. So I am out. Last night was the first show of the tour, and so I'm out with um, Big Daddy Weave, Brandon Heath, Kim Walker-Smith, and Sarah Reeves, Oklahoma City tonight. Oh, so cool. I actually spoke to Sarah Reeves a couple of weeks ago, so I saw a photo on your Instagram with her, and I was like, wow, small world. Yes, how funny. Yes, she told me that she had just talked to you guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, how did it go with the first night? Was it good? It was good. You know, you never know. First nights sometimes feel a little bit shaky, but I think it went really well last night. Awesome. So it is a, a Christmas concert. What is your favorite Christmas song of all time? That's hard. <laughs> I feel like if I had to pick one, it would probably be O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Awesome. Well, tell us a bit more about yourself. 27 years old. Uh, what church do you go to over there? What church? I am based in Nashville. Yeah, I am at, um, it's called Church of the City. That's awesome. So I'm going to talk about singleness with you tonight because I saw your Facebook post. I was like, yes, that is so accurate. I'm 22 years old. I'm one of those young married couples in the church. There is so much pressure around that. So we'll talk about that later. But tell us a bit more about yourself. Where were you born and raised? That is always a tricky question for me to answer because I moved so much growing up. Born in Indiana, but moved pretty much every few years. My dad worked in insurance, but his job transferred us all over the place. So I was in six different states, kind of all over the U.S., in Nashville now for over nine years. So that's definitely become my home. Awesome. We're getting to know Becca Bradley on my show tonight. Right now, let's play one by Becca. It's called Holy, 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 a take on the classic. Tell us, how did you actually get into music? When did that start for you? You know, my mom always loved music and never really had the opportunity to pursue it. And so when she had kids, she put us all in piano lessons when we were little. So I started piano at six and actually picked up the cello when I was eight, uh, which is so random. We had an orchestra program in our school and they kind of came in and showed all the kids the instruments. And so my older sister actually picked the cello first and then I being the little sister who did everything she did, <laughs> picked it up as well, which she kind of hated. But both of my sisters played for a little while, but I was the only one that stuck with it. So been doing music pretty much my whole life. 
Yeah, so that's led you to do a, a few, well, when I say a few, a lot of different things for a lot of different artists. What are some artists that you have worked with over the times? I was going through on the internet and you've worked with people like Francesca Battistelli and, you know, from that to Taylor Swift. What has been the, the highlight for you? If you could pick one of those and you could only tour with them for the rest of your life, which one, you know, so far would you choose? You know, it's funny because to me, sometimes the least glamorous gigs tend to be the most fun because, you know, you play these small shows and you get to really connect with people afterwards. And that's my favorite part of of working in music. And so, you know, I have a friend, an artist named Andrew Rip that Mm -hmm. I play with sometimes. He and I do a lot of smaller venues and play like different club kind of shows. And it's not glamorous. We tour around in a van, but it's so much fun just getting to talk to people afterwards. Honestly, it's way less glamorous than Taylor Swift, but I would probably, if I had to pick one, just one artist, would probably pick Andrew. That's awesome. That's so great to hear. So tell us more about your personal testimony. When did you become a Christian in all of this? So I was actually not raised in the church at all. My family was amazing, but that just wasn't part of our upbringing. So I actually came to know the Lord in college. I kind of was introduced um, a little bit to Christianity um, in high school. I, I kind of moved to a part of the country that, you know, was a little more um, Christian. I really didn't know a lot of Christians before before high school. And so, you know, saw this faith in some of my peers that I really admired and kind of envied in them, but really didn't know how to even ask them about it. You know, it's kind of this mm. awkward thing to bring up. But when I went off to college, it, it's kind of the opposite of rebellion, but I, I, I was out on my own and I decided I would like to go to church and I would like to see what this is all about. And so I just started visiting churches when I was in college and a friend bought me a Bible when I was 18 and I had never had one. And I just started reading it for myself because, you know, I could tell that this faith that my friends had was genuine and I wanted it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's cool that you were drawn to that. Absolutely. Let's play another Becca Bradley song. This is I Need Jesus. Very fitting. On the tallest of mountains, in the highest place, on my greatest of days, yeah, means so great when my joy is Keen to talk to you about this topic of singleness. You are 27, not married, which in the church is like, what are you doing with your life? Which is so frustrating. It's just something that happens all the time and it seems like something that needs to be fixed. And, you know, from my personal experience, my BC days before Christ in school, I just went from boyfriend to boyfriend because I thought if I didn't have a boyfriend, then there was something wrong with me. Nobody loved me. And that was honestly my mind frame, which is so wrong. But still, um, in the church today, you see, so many people, you know, as soon as you get to 20, it's like, okay, when are you getting married and having kids? Which is so frustrating. So what is your experience with that, Becca? 
You know, I've definitely had similar experiences to that, to what you're talking about. And, you know, before I knew the Lord, I definitely was the same way. You know, I think when you don't, and when you don't know Jesus, like you, you want to find the, your identity in something. You want to feel loved and, and accepted and all of that. So I definitely, you know, through high mm. school and stuff, dated around and all of that. But man, once I realized who I was in the Lord, I, I was single for a number of years and was able to really just embrace that season of of growing with Jesus and realizing the beauty that can come along with that season that I think a lot of people overlook. Um, But Paul talks a lot about how great it can be to be single and how, you know, he wishes everyone could be because you are, you're really able to focus on your relationship with the Lord. And so, you know, it is a desire of my heart at some point to be married, but I also, through growing with the Lord, have realized my own personal worth and value and that it's not worth it to settle, you know, and the Bible talks so much about guarding your heart and and not awakening love before it's time. And I, you know, I think after going through failed relationships and going through heartache, I just realized it's not worth it to kind of pursue that on my own time. But I would much rather wait on the Lord and wait on the right person. And, you know, for some of us, that person might come along at 21. And for some of us, that might that person might come along at 31. And that's, mm. that's not really in my hands. That's in the Lord's hands. And I love on your Facebook page, on the post that you, you wrote, you said, I'm waiting until I find a man who loves me as much as my dog does. And she loves me <laughs> a lot. Good luck, guys. <laughs> he does love me a lot. Oh, what's your dog's name? <laughs> Sorry, I love dogs. Her name is Raina. Oh, Raina. Amazing. I'm the ruler of a city made of sand. Got my kingdom with my own two hands. Now here I stand, the queen. So before you go, Becca, tell us about that song, Queen of a Wasteland. What does it mean to you? Yes. So Queen of a Wasteland is based on, um, it's actually based on the book of Ecclesiastes, which for any listeners that might not be um, particularly familiar with that story, it's the story of Solomon and kind of just his search for meaning in this life. Um, and he goes, he, he pursues different avenues to try to find meaning. He seeks meaning in fame, fortune, knowledge, hard work and accomplishments. And at the end of each of these passages, he says, that, you know, I found that this is meaningless. And on its own, that kind of sounds like a really depressing message. But True. <laughs> I have oddly, I've oddly always found Ecclesiastes to be comforting just because, you know, I, I look at these things that, that take my focus off of the Lord, that distract my energy and my attention. And it's the same things that Solomon was stressing out about thousands of years ago and when I take a step back and look at the big picture I realize that in a thousand years these things don't have any eternal value like the things that matter from an eternal perspective are am I loving God well and am I loving people well and so I think when I I read Ecclesiastes from that perspective I can kind of just take a breather and realize God's got this everything's going to be fine (laughs) So true. I love that. And, and I mean, you are, you are so right when you say that. And the biggest thing that the enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy and take away from us, um, is just take us away from anything that'll draw us close to God and just distracting us. That's why I love this new song so much. So I love that we are playing it. So hopefully we'll be able to play more of your music soon, which by the way, you are releasing a new album. I saw that on your website. When is that one coming out? 
I am. So the album is, it's done. I'm planning to release it in January. So you can expect one more single before then. And then the album will be out mid-January. Awesome. Very exciting. What are your other future plans? I actually am doing another tour um, this coming spring with Big Daddy Weave. For, I think we're hitting about 40 cities on that tour. So yeah, we'll have a little bit of a breather in January and I'll be able to kind of focus on the album and then we'll be hitting the road again in February. So it's gonna, it's looking to be a busy year, but I'm really excited about it. That is so exciting. Well, thank you so much for catching up tonight, Becca. It's been so great to get to know you. Absolutely. Thank you for chatting with me and thank you again for playing my music. I'm the queen of a I'm the ruler of a city made of sand Build my kingdom with my own two hands Now here I stand, the queen taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.